Hey all, welcome back to the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I'm Darren, I'm your host, and today we have a special guest, Mrs. Nina Skagg. She's been on before of Abbott Armor. She's a co-owner, and we're going to discuss how things are going over at Abbott Armor, what they're doing with new products, and all stuff vacuum sealing. I'll be right back with Nina Skaggs from Abbott Armor. Smoking, grilling, getting hot and hotter, sous vide and chilling from Fire and hey all, it's Darren. I want to take a second to talk about Thermoworks and their Thermopen and Thermopop instant read thermometers. They are the industry standard and industry leading, most accurate, most durable, most dependable on the market. You'll find these in most professional kitchens. The Thermopen is accurate within a half a degree under three second readout time and is the most durable on the market. The Thermopop is a little bit more pocket friendly with a, about a five second read time, but still very reliable and dependable. Check out the Thermoworks products in the link below. Welcome back to the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I am Darren. I'm your host. And today I've got a special guest who's been on with me before. I have Mrs. Nina Skaggs from Avid Armor. She is a co-owner, Avid Armor Vacuum Sealers. Welcome back, Nina. We're going to talk about some of your products, some of the new stuff you got going on. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, who you are and what you do. Yeah. So as Darren mentioned, my name is Nina and I am the co-owner at Avid Armor. Um, I, a lot of Darren's watchers, viewers uh, may have recognized me from some of the, you know, YouTube videos. I do a lot of the how-to videos and all that on, on our YouTube channel, but I'm mainly uh, more involved on the marketing side here at Avid Armor. So um, that's my main role in addition to obviously all the day-to-day um, business ownership uh, tasks, but that's where you'll find me. Occasionally I answer the phones or an email, but. <laughs> yeah, I know that you, you reply to the emails a lot that are sent to you guys. So yeah. one of the things I love about Avid Armor is ever since I started you know, I found you guys like two or three years ago when you first had just the A100 um, mm-hmm. uh, channel vacuum. It may have been longer than that now. I think yeah. time flies. Yeah, it yeah. does. It might have been four years ago, but I know yeah. it was, you had the A100. I think that was the first vacuum sealer you came out with was as a commercial type, you know, heavy duty mm-hmm. home type, you know, could be used in the home, but also could be used in, in a, as a commercial sealer, uh, you know, it's, pretty much the thing blew my mind at how good it was built and the pricing on it. So yeah. you started with that. You started out the gate with a really high quality product, got me interested. And then just dealing with you guys uh, ever since with your chamber sealers and your other products that you're offering, everything has just been top notch quality. I know you guys uh, put everything through rigorous testing and you don't Absolutely. sell garbage and you actually, the customer service thing with you guys is probably one of the top, things that I, it's why I recommend Avid Armor. So let's just talk yeah. about the, the the company history and how you guys got started and, and yeah. why you focus on vacuum sealing. Yeah. So um, we are coming up on six years now of, um, you know, Avid Armor. Um, and, you know, we got started, we have a history with um, Dave, uh, my business partner and I, we um, have a, a, a background in the vacuum uh, sealing industry, if you will. And so um, we decided to bring that, uh, that knowledge to, um, you know, Avid Armor. And I hope that that's what, um, you know, customers, potential customers know is that with Avid Armor, you're not just getting, you know, people that are just selling another product. We truly um have been in the industry for decades, if you will. Uh, and so we have a strong passion and a strong knowledge of the industry. Yeah. And like you said, you're not just throwing stuff up on Amazon. You're not buying stuff off of Alibaba and sticking your name on it. Right, right. You do, um, you know, design. I mean, you don't have your own manufacturing plant sitting there next to your office, but right. Unfortunately goals, (laughs) (laughs) but you do, um, you know, you do put a lot of effort and work into getting, you know, the products right. And and like I said, you're not just sticking your name on something that you can buy off of Alibaba or, or whatever you, uh, you know, you focus on high quality, uh, products that the customers are going to love and you focus, you're not, 
you're not getting into the commercial side yet. I mean, that might be something yeah, you guys yeah. do down the road, but you yeah. know, right now you focus on, you know, what a general user would be like a home user or somebody that, you know, maybe a fisherman that process or a hunter. I mean, I think that's kind of what you started out at focusing on like people who, you know, harvest their own farm uh, yeah. stuff yeah. or hunters and stuff like that. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly right. And that's kind of been what the traditional user has been um, for so long, if you will. Uh, but with the introduction of the new products like these chamber sealers for the home users, it's really kind of opened up um, so many micro segments of, of consumers that are that are using our products. And especially, you know, through the, the pandemic and, you know, all the things that have resulted from that has, you know, kind of open people's eyes to the possibilities uh, with using vacuum sealers and changing their lifestyle um, around around using vacuum sealers and in the chamber sealers it's been really cool to see how that is kind of even though people probably don't realize but chamber technology has been around longer than the suction vacuum sealers and you know we have been trying to you know introduce that to at the home level and not in a big commercial because that's what they've always been is is the big commercial type units that, you know, don't look good sitting on people's kitchen counter. And so that's what we, you know, wanted to do with these, with the, you know, the first we had the USV 32, and then we've kind of brought it down smaller. And then with our, our newest model, uh, that's something that we try to do too, is listen to our customer feedback of, you know, what they're wanting in a, um, in a vacuum sealer. And so we try to, as we work on new products and develop new products, um, taking some of those things that people are, are wanting, um, whenever we launch our next product. So. Yeah. I think, um, initially, you know, vacuum sealers got a bad rap because they've been around for a long time. It's the channel ones, you know, the food savers, mm -hmm. the yeah. use, you know, brand name, but even now you've got all kinds of millions of different Chinese brands that, you know, the Uki Ox, and they just make up <laughs> words now. So but, many, yeah. But a lot of people got a bad taste in their mouth because, you know, they had those cheaper models that mm -hmm. just didn't work well, or they, they'd work for, you know, a year and they'd break or right. get, nobody really talked to them on how to use them. Right. You know, they just saw it on TV or they saw it in the store and they said, Oh, that looks like a good idea. And they really didn't know how to use it. They didn't know how to use exactly. it well or right. They would, you know, get too much moisture in the pump and it would fry out or the heat sealing bar would, you know, they would overheat it and it would break and they would just throw it in the you know dumpster or they'd take it to Goodwill. I mean, I still have people say, oh yeah, just go to Goodwill. You'll find, you know, 20 of them <laughs> sitting on the shelf, but you know, it's come a long way since then. And even when yeah. I first started, well, you know, I started really looking hard at vacuum sealers when I started getting into sous vide cooking because yeah use it with CV cooking just makes it so much easier to um, get all the, you know, all the air out, make sure that, you know, it's properly sealed and you don't have to worry about leaks and vacuum in the Ziploc bags or they cost three times as much as a you know, vacuum bag, even a, even a channel bag right. you know, is a lot cheaper than a Ziploc bag. And you just got so much of a better, um, able to get all the air out and make mm -hmm. sure it's sealed properly with that. So I really started looking at them harder and to get the and full that, effect. Yeah. And to get the full yeah. effect, like we believe that it truly does need to be vacuum sealed to get the true, you know, sous vide experience, if you will. And now um, in the last couple of years with these smaller uh, chamber sealers, like you said, they're now getting into the prices and the sizes that, are makes a lot more sense for a customer to put in their home instead of the big Absolutely. vac masters, you know, and, and stuff like that, that, you know, right. would cost over a thousand dollars and they take up, you know, a whole counter space and right. You know, and don't get, yeah. A, don't get me. Yeah. Those in those come into play for certain people, you know, and that's, that's right. kind of been a little bit of a struggle too, is educating people which one is right for them, if you will, you know, so there are people that still process a lot of deer or they're, you know, processing their own cows and that kind of thing. And, and we try to steer them away from this type because it's, it's not built for that commercial heavy, heavy use, you know, so there's a big difference. 
Well, also, and if you get, if you are processing a whole steer or a deer, you got mm-hmm. those eyeball sized pieces. Like, you know, if you want to process, let's just say you want to vacuum seal a deer leg, you can't put it in a chamber sealer. So right, right. it makes, I have both, you know, I have chamber sealers and I have the, the channel sealers and there's times I, I need one or the other, you know, so they, yeah. there is a, a use for them. And, but like I said, you know, with these smaller, more economical, I guess, and, and, you know, being able to fit on, you know, somebody's kitchen counter without looking ugly or, you know, taking up all the space and and all that. I mean, I think the, the market for vacuum sealers has grown, you know, especially like I said, with sous vide cooking and people with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And now you got now people, you know, with what's going on in Russia and Ukraine, everybody's like end of the world's coming. I need to start inflation. You know, I got to start stockpiling food. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. I've seen it just in my Facebook groups alone. I got people. I'm also, I, I got a freeze dryer you can see back there. So, I mean, that's yep. a yep. vacuum vacuum chamber in itself, but that's another mm-hmm. form of, you know, prepping and, you know, people Absolutely. are buying those <laughs> like left and right, because, you know, when meat goes up, you know, a dollar a pound, like within four or five months, I mean, it gets you scared. You're like, Whoa, you know, am I going to be able to afford to to buy food next year? So I might as well start freezing a bunch of it. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. We get calls daily, you know, especially with the freeze dryer community, people that, you know, are into that, they, you know, want to package their food away to preserve it for 20 or 30 years, you know? So it's, it's, it's out there, you know, people really are concerned. So yeah, I think it's, uh, and it's, like I said, so now I, th- I think it's a combination of both the, the needs there. Now you got better products, even with the channel sealers, you got, you know, mm-hmm. people like you that are, you're putting out channel vacuum still, but they're high quality and, and, you know, you, they're not the cheap ones that you throw away after a year anymore. They'll right. last you, last you a lot more. And you guys with the customer service your videos on YouTube. I, I point people there all the time because Thank they're you. educational. It's, well, yeah. people need to know that you just don't, because they're not going to be able to use it. Right. They're not going right. to under, understand the benefits of why they right. need to have it or what, what it's going to, you know, what it can do for them. They're going to use it a couple of times and go, oh, you know, I can't figure this thing out or. Yeah. You know, and it, and I will say it's actually been, yeah, it's been extremely helpful internally also because we have people calling on the phone you know, asking questions about this, that, and and the other, and, you know, being able to show them and, you know, cause it's kind of hard to explain over the phone, you know, and so being able to have that, to show them, well, you know, make sure the bag is not too full and or whatever it may be. And yeah, it's extremely helpful. So. Well, and the good thing about that too, is like you said, you listen to your customers and when your customers come up with something that you never thought of before, or, oh, nobody asked me that question, then you can do a video. And then now all you have to do is somebody calls it, go to our YouTube channel. That's all been addressed and it'll walk you right through it. So it's, you know, the, the internet does help a lot now with, with all that. And, uh, you know, I always point people, you know, they'll ask questions, even in the Facebook groups, they'll ask they'll throw a question out there to like, you know, the 5,000 members of a group. It's like, I'll tell them the best thing to do is just go to YouTube, type in what you're looking for. And then you'll have a, actually somebody walk you through what you're looking for. Exactly. Because yeah. Instead of having 40, you know, 200 people give you 18 different answers, but yes. half of them are wrong. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. you know, yeah, it's, uh, and- but I'm, some people do things a little bit differently than others. And yeah. Right. And it's not always the best way or the right way, but it's like, yeah. that's like anything, you know, they got their, their, uh, you know, they like to put their opinions out there, but if yeah. you put the videos out there showing them step-by-step step on how to use it, I think that's what, uh, another benefit of you guys. And like I said, the customer service that you guys provide is so much better than if they bought, if somebody buys a cheap, you know, $60, uh, Chinese Uki Ako from Amazon about the only thing that benefits them is that if it doesn't work right, they can send it back through Amazon, but they're right. not going to get any customer service. They're not going right. to be able to pick up the phone or email and get a mm-hmm. response right away. It's, yeah. it's always going to be, you know, it's either you're just going to have to send it back, but you guys actually, like I said, you got that customer service behind them. If they want to call, you're more than welcome to, you know, you're willing to help them out right away. But 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And, and we, and trust me, we get, we get lots of phone calls. So if you happen to call and we don't answer the phone, we're probably talking to somebody else. So just hang yeah. tight. <laughs> so we'll you guys, have, you. so you guys, as you said, it's six years now or seven years. So six, six, yep. so six Come years. And in, in that time from when you first started to now, has it snowballed or has it had been kind of steady growth or, I mean, I know the pandemic probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's been interesting. Um, I would say during the pandemic, like right when like lockdown started and all that um, it was kind of a, it was definitely a snowball, especially in the bags and rolls side, because the people that already had, their vacuum sealers were stocking up on the bags and rolls. Um, so that was huge. Um, and then it, and then it started with the vacuum sealers. And I would say that it hasn't really, you know, we're still growing, if you will, just there's been a fluctuation in business. And actually it's hard to say because right now we're having trouble keeping stuff in stock, if you will, um, just with all the supply chain issues. So the demand is there, um, but keeping stuff in stock is, has been a challenge. How much, um, how much of that do you, how, how, uh, how am I going to word this? Since you started six years ago with a mm -hmm. brand that nobody knew, Right now, now your brand is out there and you've had mm -hmm. people like me and others that promote you guys. Um, you know, how much has your name, is your name recognized out there in the vacuum sealing market now compared to when you first, I know you didn't have oh, anything. Yeah. It, well, it's kind of cool to see because, uh, you know, is becoming definitely more recognizable. We're like searches on Google and searches on Amazon now, if you will, but honestly, a lot of it has been, you know, word of mouth, whether it be from you, I've gotten phone calls where they're like, I saw you on Darren's podcast and you sold me, you know, or, <laughs> or some other, um, you know, someone else on social media or Facebook group, uh, or just, you know, someone's neighbor or whatever, but that's mainly been is like the word of mouth has, has really, you know, grown, grown the brand. And it's, it's, it's really cool to see. And, you know, we've been blessed in that part. So. Now I know you guys sell on Amazon as well. Mm -hmm. What yep. percentage of um, your sales come off of Amazon? Is it a big number? It doesn't have to be specific, but. Yeah. It yeah. It's, it's definitely a majority just because in, and we are starting to see that change. So, uh, you know, it's a lot easier to get customers on Amazon, you know, because they're, they're there. Yeah. They're, they're there. So, um, so to get people to come to your website, that's a, that's a challenge. So it's actually been, uh, increasing as the brand become increasing, going to the website. I'm sorry. So, um, because as the brand becomes more of a recognizable brand, there's a lot of people out there that like to, you know, kind of pay respects to the brand and purchase directly from that company. So we have seen significant growth, uh, on the website as well. Yeah, I know that those big, it's like if you had a product in Walmart, you know, and it was in 5 million stores around the country, of course, you're going to sell more because it's out in front of more people. And it, Amazon right. is a place to be. But unfortunately, like I said, it's, I think Amazon is getting overloaded with the cheapy garbage. And I, people are just yeah. looking for the cheapest stuff they can find. And I exactly. saw this on on the sous vide circular side too, you know, the circulator yes. side for sous vide, people are just, you know, Oh, I can get this one for 30. Why would I spend a hundred on this one? Well, right. Right. That Amazon <laughs> shopper. Most people, I feel like when you're going to Amazon to shop, it's like you want, you don't care about the brand at that point. Most of the time, you know, especially when it's the low, the low dollar values, people don't care about the brand. They just want, you know, cheapest, the fastest they can get it. And, you know, something that has, you know, four and a half stars and the, it's just a one click purchase. So, um, and I think that that's why we've seen such significant growth on the website is, you know, the brand. And then it's a more, you know, we've been introducing higher value items that not the commodity type, you know, bags and rolls. So, um, cause a lot of times people don't, they're not brand loyal, if you will, on the, on right. those type of products. So, um, so, yeah. Well, and one of the things that I know, and because I've had 
companies ask me, you know, the, I'll send you a free product if you do a review, you know, mm -hmm. on Amazon for me. So half of the reviews on Amazon for those cheap Chinese stuff is garbage because they're, yeah. they're done by people that got a free product and they, they don't even use it. They just right. put it out there. Oh yeah, this is the best vacuum sealer I've ever had because I got it. They right. don't tell you they got it for free, but right. It, and then use. And usually even the ones that buy it, you know, they, they take it out of the box. They use it once and go, yeah, this is the best I ever had. Well, three weeks from now, you know, it's going to break and are you already did yeah. your review? Yeah. <laughs> They're probably turning around and selling it on eBay or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that, ha that happens a lot. But so, like I said, I, I'm very picky anymore. I, mean, I used to, when I first started, people would send me stuff and I'd say, yeah, go ahead and send it. And I'll do an honest review. I got to a point where I like, if you're going to send it to me, I'm going to do a really blistering, honest review of it. So it's yeah. garbage. I'm going to tell them it's garbage. And a lot of times now they just never mind because <laughs> they're looking for that. Just I'll send you something for free and give me a good review. And I'm, I'm not, right. That, right. You know, I'm not going to do think, that. I think Amazon's really starting to crack down on that because there's been lots of reports of so many fake reviews just like that, that they're using yeah. companies or whatever to. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah, believe it or not, you know, they do that with YouTube videos too. They can buy subscribers and likes and all kinds of views and stuff for uh, <laughs> instead of actually yeah. getting it yourself, they can actually there's companies that will actually pay people in like India to all they do all day is, you know, comment on videos or, you know, subscribe and it's just so many crazy things out there anymore. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to weed through some of the what's actually real what's out there. And that's real, why I focus sure. on, I focus on, you know, companies that I like that. And I tell people, look, um, if I tell you something's good, I use it and I know why it's good. I'm going to tell you every reason why it's good. So yeah. let's go. I'm going to actually pull up. That. We're going to pull up the website here. So I yeah. want to show people what we're actually talking about. Well, if I can hold on. Hopefully it works today. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> I got to go back. It's the wrong one. Try it one more time. Hold on. There we go. Didn't have that screen up. All right. Can you see it now? There we go. All right. So this is your website and, um, Pretty much, man. It's a lot fancier than the last time I, I think we were on. <laughs> so you got lots of videos on there now showing the product and yeah. of course the bags and lots of pretty food. You got all the, uh, your, your high sellers here out there. So mm -hmm. a lot of activity going on on the website now. So I'm just going to go, let's click on the vacuum sealers and we'll start out with the suction sealers here. So I think yeah. when you first started, you didn't even have the, uh, the AVS 7900. You just started out with the uh, A100. A100, and, uh, yep. And the, but that yep. thing is a beast. And um, I actually, I recently got rid of that, the one I had originally bought like five years ago. <laughs> and uh, I got the uh, the new A420 now. So nice. uh, because it's a little bit not as heavy, and um, yeah, I like that the bar where I don't have to uh, hold the hold uh, down the lid, mm -hmm. hold down the lid, but. That, the yeah, and that one was definitely, yeah, that one was definitely one that we, uh, we had a lot of customers that they really liked the A100, but there's just certain things that they had to have in a right. vacuum sealer. One is the roll storage. Some people, it's like a love or hate, you know, some people just have to have it because they're, yeah. you know, used to that feature. So uh, that's why we brought that, you know, and then we added the locking lid because some people don't like uh, having to, like you said, hold that down. So. But yeah, been, but it's, it's a but it's a beast though. It's a it's a very you know workhorse. You can yeah. you can process a lot of food, and you don't have to worry about it. It's a double piston pump, so it's mm -hmm. got a really strong pump. So I mean, I still, if I was looking for something where I needed to use it on a daily basis, I'd still look at that one as um, you know one of my uh, main go tos. So you got pretty much now you have from the fifty nine dollar models. All mm -hmm. the way up to the four hundred ninety nine dollar cha yeah. channel sealers here. So let's walk through. So you got your basic fifty nine dollar ABS yep. seventy nine hundred, but it's yep. got a lot of features to it. It's not. It just does. And it essentially, you know, we wanted to 
given options to people, those entry, those entry level people, the people that have never vacuum sealed before, or another option, people that have, let's say a chamber sealer at home and they want to have that external option sometimes, then they can just pair it with, with the inexpensive suction sealer. And then they kind of have the best of both worlds, but it essentially has all the features that the other ones do just in a little tiny footprint. And, you know, for a lot of, a lot of users, if you're just, you know, going to Costco and stocking up on some, you know, bulk food and want to store it, then that's an awesome option. Yeah. And then we move up to the magic vac at 229. Yeah. And so he's got a little bit, um, some, some more features to it, but it's also a little bit more, um, you know, bigger. It's, I guess a little bit better made or this one. Is- yeah. Yeah. And it's got the, it's got the Euro- more of a European design to it. So both the, uh, the Maxima two and the jumbo 30, which, um, we'll get to in a second, uh, are made in Italy. So we have an exclusive partnership with magic back. They, uh, are kind of the, they are the original, uh, makers of vacuum sealers. And so through the pandemic and through everything, we have so many people that, you know, want alternative options, um, you know, and where their vacuum sealers are made. So, um, mm. we've thought that that would be a perfect opportunity to partner with magic back. So we are the exclusive distributor of their sealers here, here in the United States. So they make all, they, make these sealers specifically for the U.S. market. So there might be a few tweaks or changes to them um, than what, you know, they have uh, over in Europe. Um, but so the Maxima 2, it's a, it's a kind of a, it's a definitely a step up from, um, you know, your entry level. It's got the built-in roll storage. It's got a lot of bells and whistles. It has the clear view uh, window and it's, it just got some, some different features that are really high end and you, and you can just tell that they're, um, it's, it's quality built for sure. Well, and it's like you said, a lot of people, you know, people have that. I don't want to buy something made in China, you know, well, there's an yeah. option for you. And yeah. I don't think a lot of people know that a lot of, even the, with the chamber sealers, the, the better chamber sealers come from Europe because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, yep. that what's the name of the pump that everybody loves um bush yeah the bush pumps so yeah and they're expensive is all get out but they're the the like the top tier in the industry of the bush pumps on Mm -hmm. channel sealer or chamber sealer so so now we step up to the a420 which again it's a little bit bigger it's got a little bit bigger footprint but it's got a little bit um i guess a little bit easier design i like that bar uh that closes down because unlike the magic vac, I don't need to use both hands to clamp it mm-hmm. down, you know, yeah. and it does, it has all the, the same features. It's got the marinate function. It's got the accessory port. It's got a place to store the accessory, you know, hose and all that. And it's got mm-hmm. the uh, bag, the bag storage and all that. And yeah. it's stainless steel, but it's still got some plastic to it. So it's not as right. heavy as like the a 100 was. So it's got a little bit of, you know, everything in there it's got the yes analog you know uh vacuum uh gauge dial gauge gauge, right so so it's uh just another so yeah so essentially the a420 is built on the same platform as the a100 they both have um that double piston pump uh again kind of what i was saying is we we brought out the a420 to still be comparable to the a100 but to have some more of those bells and whistles that the customers were wanting so um so and that's it's been very successful so all right so let's skip the a100 because we know what that one does and yeah it's still a, a workhorse like i said that's probably the one that if I was processing a lot of, uh, of food every day, I'd be using that one. So let's go to the yeah. Jumbo 30 yeah. because I, I'm not really that familiar with this one because you just started carrying this a few months ago. Yep. Yep. We just launched that one. Man, time gets away and I can't even remember, but it's <laughs> our newer Magic Back uh, machine. It's essentially cream of the crop of, um, of their vacuum sealers. Um, this one is really designed for very heavy use. It's got a very powerful pump in it. Um, and again, they actually made this one 
Um, this one is the Jumbo 30 Evo Plus. So um, it's got some additional um, horsepower or not horsepower, but additional the <laughs> pump strength. Let's just say pump strength. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's got it's got a, a heavier duty um, pump strength than the, the European version. So they made that one specifically. They designed that one specifically for uh, the U.S. market. And for continuous back-to-back sealing, so if you, uh, again, are like a, you know, deer processing and that kind of thing, that is the perfect machine for that. All right. So that's the channel sealers. Let's go into chamber sealers real quick. There we go. We're going to touch on, so you got three models and most of these, like I said, they're, they, they kind of step up and you got the new one that just came out and you already pre-sold out. So they're, they're popular. So. What what gets yes. me about these when you when you first started carrying the USV thirty two, mm-hmm. it was like the perfect size for the home. It wasn't like I said before; it wasn't huge. It didn't take up all your counter space. It didn't cost a arm and a leg. And and you know, when you get into the fifteen hundred to two thousand dollar price tag, you really got to be using it. It's got to you got to justify Absolutely. it. It's not Absolutely. something you're using just to, you know, for sous vide cooking every once in a while or to, you know, process, uh, you know, your Costco run. So when you started getting these smaller units that were more able to fit on a countertop, I think that's, it was right at the right time. So the first, let's just start from left to right. So we'll go to the smallest one, which is the USB 20. Uh-huh. right now so that's your least expensive it's the smaller one yep. doesn't have quite the capacity as the other ones but it does everything that they do correct yes yes so essentially to start kind of across the board they all have the same pump so they're all no none of them are inferior to any of the other ones if that makes sense so uh, they just the main difference is going to be the chamber size and then uh, the difference between, so the the USV 20, it's the smallest one. You know, we really wanted to, um, you know, hit another price point in the market um, to make it more attractive um, to those people that, again, you start high and, and kind of try to get down as low as possible. But um, so that one's got the smallest chamber, but it got one of the huge, most popular features is the accessory port. And so, um, a lot of people, when we just had the two sealers, they would have a really hard time deciding between the 32 or the 20 because they want the bigger uh, out of Capacity, you know the two. Yeah. They want the bigger chamber, but that but yet they want the accessory port so that they can you know vacuum seal external canisters and all that that doesn't fit inside of the chamber. So that's kind of where this new X comes in is to marry the two together, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's got, it does, uh, it is able to do uh, larger bags than the USV 20, a little bit smaller than the 32, because this one only has a 10 inch seal bar. But since the, uh, it's deeper from front to back uh, than the 20. So you are able to get up to about 10 by 13 bags in there, um, which is, is very decent. That's even what a lot of the, you know, commercial size machines, that's about the biggest bag that a lot of those can handle. Um, and it also does have the accessory port. So the one thing that makes this one different, uh, obviously is the fancy new, uh, black stainless finish. We're excited about that. And then we, we, switched up the control panel a little bit to make it more user-friendly, if you will. Uh, Believe it or not, there's a lot of people, the the 20 and the 32 have the the gauge on them and you have adjustable seal time, or I'm sorry, vacuum time settings from 20 seconds to 99 seconds or 15 seconds to 60 seconds. And that's a lot of settings, you know? Uh, And so there's a lot of confusion. Well, with what I'm vacuum sealing in this size bag, what, what do I put my, you know, vacuum time at? Uh, even though it's, you know, to me, it's not that big of a deal, but we wanted to make something a little bit more user-friendly. That's like, okay, you got three options, you know, low, medium, high, essentially, um, same as on the seal time to make it less confusing. Uh, and I think, uh, this one's going to be, you know, very popular as well. 
Yeah, I think that that is a really good point. If somebody's fairly new to using a chamber sealer, they don't want to have to learn, you know, okay, well, this size bag, I need to do, you know, 40 seconds instead of 20 seconds and right. all that, you know, and which it, it, you have to, because if you're doing liquids, you don't want it to go 60 seconds because it'll boil over out right, of the bag, right. you know, right. and, you know, that's one of the, that's one of the things that's funny when the f- people first start using the chamber sealer and they see the water boiling when it starts getting uh, the vacuum gets mm-hmm. really, really uh, down there. But yeah, you, know, you don't want them to have it just set at you know, 60 seconds all the time and no matter yeah. what they're putting in there. So giving them that use, you know, one, two or three, you know, this one's yep. a two, that one's a one. Yep. <laughs> it's a lot be- easier. Right. And there will be some people that look at that as, you know, a, a negative, if you will, because it's less options. But, um, you know, everybody's different in, in what they want. And so as long as it uh, does what you need it to do, I don't think. Absolutely. You know, I, of course, I like to have that control so I can. But how many times right. do I how many times do I go, OK, I want this to be at 32 seconds or 42 seconds? You know, no, right. it's like, right. you know, you, you go between, like you said, you got three options, you know, mm-hmm low, medium, high, that, that's, yes. that should be good for most people. Um, yeah. you know, but I like the fact that, like you said, the accessory ports in there, um, yep. cause there's people that use canisters and all that kind of stuff all the time. Oh, yeah. That's one of the biggest questions that, that people ask in the, uh, in some of my groups and forums and stuff is, uh, being able to use it and use Mason jars and all that kind of stuff. So, yep. uh, it's, um, you know, people use that a lot. So, so going from the USV 20, which it really takes a kind of a specific sized bag, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that the orientation of that chamber is a little bit different than most sealers on the market or chamber sealers on the market. So it's wider than it is long. So we, it's more, um, if you think of a sheet of paper, it's more, um, with ways, uh, what do they call it? Landscape versus portrait. So it's more landscape style. So we designed a bag specifically to fit that size chamber. So it's 11 inches wide by 10 inches long. And it's the opening is on the 11 inch side that goes over the seal bar. And so it, it makes it very handy to, you know, fit the orientation of that chamber and, and maximize the space, um, that you can fit inside of it. Yeah. And it's still a, a good size. And if you're using it for food storage, you still got a, a good size. If you're using it for oh. sous vide cooking, I mean, it's, you can fit, you know, three yeah. or four pieces of chicken in there. No problem. Right. Yeah. I always some, say like a couple, a couple portions at a time. Definitely. Yeah. That's not, you're not going to put a whole chicken in there, but most of them, yeah. you're not going to want to do yeah. it anyway. So stepping up to the new USVX, like you said, you got some yep. different control functions. You got the yep. a little bit bigger size in the chamber. Now, mm-hmm. one of the things that's hard to tell from these pictures is the lid on all of these is glass, correct? Correct. Correct. I don't know if you can see this, but yeah, this is, they're all very um, heavy duty tempered glass. Um, so very strong. Uh I can't say that we've had any break under vacuum. We have had customers that have dropped them and, <laughs> and they've broken. Um, so, but no, they're very, they're very heavy duty and um, they have to be to basically yeah. hold up to the amount of pressure that's being put into that chamber. Uh, most of the chamber sealers that I've seen over the years that have had plastic lids always have problems i mean vac master had a couple they put out there that were more towards you know geared towards the home user and they had mm-hmm. issues i think they discontinued all of them pretty much because they all had plastic lids and they all broke so, over time but, yeah 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 or even just you know some of them you know, like within six months because it's just oh, the, the amount of vacuum pressure that was on them you right. know constantly and plastic you know wasn't made to have that um, now they got the really thick stuff, but that adds to the weight. So, mm-hmm. um, so they also are, are kind of flat. So most people are, if they think the older type chamber sealers, they got that round dome so that they can put mm-hmm. some taller stuff in there. Um, right. these, these are all pretty much flat. So you have the, the deeper chamber kind of make up for that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this one has about a three and a half at the lowest point, um, to the chamber, it's got about three and a half inches. Um, so you can vacuum seal, uh, Mason jars up to about 
three and a half inches, either standing up or on its side in the chamber. And bigger roasts and stuff, as long as it fits right. in the chamber, you know, so, right. and that's, like I said, that goes back to the point we made earlier about if you're doing a whole deer leg, you're not going to stick it in a chamber sealer anyway. Right. You're going to use a channel sealer. So the USB 32, this is your biggest one and your first so, one that you released. Most yep. popular, I'm sure. So Absolutely. Yep. It still remains the the leader of the pack <laughs> uh, just because the, the chamber size is because you know, you can fit, you can fit a lot more in it, but that is the one that doesn't, that does not have the accessory port. So everything has to be done within, uh, inside that chamber. Right. So, but it, the, the controls are pretty much very same as the USB 20. So you got, you can yes. adjust the, the seal time and you can adjust the uh, vacuum mm -hmm. time and all that. And yep. they all have the marinade function, correct? They all have the marinating function. They all, op um, the marinating function, is a little bit different links and times on each of them, but they all, they do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. And that's, um, like I said, that's pretty much your stable. Uh, lineup. Uh, yeah. And then you've and got we do all the have, different. Um, we do have a video on YouTube and then also um, a link on our blog that shows the comparison and the side-by-side of all three of our chamber vacuum sealers, we walk through on the video um, all the differences, and we show like what bag sizes you can use in in each. So, because sometimes when I'm you know we're talking to people and they it's hard to visualize, so we try to do that in that yeah. video to help people understand. Yeah, make sure guys, if you want any information on the Abbott Armor products, go to their YouTube channel. They've got tons of videos and how tos and whatnots. So, like she said, the differences between the products. These are all your accessories. You've got all different kinds of containers now because when you did yep. bring on Magic Vac, you also brought on some of their accessories as well. Plus, you have yep. your own as well. Yep. So, and these will work with anyone that has the accessory port. So, um, exactly. The uh, one of the things that people don't realize a lot of the chamber sealers, you can put these um, filler plates in. What that allows. Yes the chamber sealer to do is not have to pull as much air out of the chamber. If you got something smaller, you can put one of these or a couple of these filler plates in there. So it doesn't have to pull as long of a vacuum. Correct. Right. Correct. Yeah. To Well, it can do multiple things. So you don't have to use as long as a vac as long of a vacuum time, or you even just using those and using the same amount of vacuum time. So the difference between using a filler and not using a filler, you get, a tighter vacuum also. Right. So yeah. let's, let's talk about why a chamber vacuum is different than a channel vacuum. What's the main point? We weren't going to dwell on this, but I just want yeah. people if they're listening to understand the difference between, cause this is get, comes up all the time. What why should it? I get yeah. a, why should I get a chamber vacuum over a channel and vice versa? Yeah. So we'll start with the channel vacuum sealer. There's a lot of terms that people use for, um, channel vacuum sealers are also called external vacuum sealers, suction vacuum sealers, edge vacuum sealers. I've heard all of the terms. Um, they, they're used everywhere. Uh, but essentially, it's uh, you, you put your food in the bag and the vacuum sealer sucks the air out of the bag and anything else along that can come out with suction power. <laughs> uh, and then it will seal the bag and you have a vacuum sealed you know, vacuum sealed food. So the difference with chamber technology is that uh, it doesn't suck the air directly out of the bag. So what it does is you put your bag directly inside of the chamber. And then when the pump runs, it's removing air from the entire chamber. So it's removing air from the chamber and the bag. So the whole entire chamber is under, uh, you know, removing the vacuum pressure from there. And, um, it will then seal the bag and then put the atmospheric pressure back into the chamber. And when you add that atmospheric pressure, that's that pressure is what causes your bag to collapse and vacuum seal. Um, and so with this technology, you since it's not taking the air directly out of the bag, you can vacuum seal liquids, high moisture proteins or whatever it is, anything, even flour. Another popular one is like flowers and powders. Cause whenever you're using a suction vacuum sealer, those really fine particles can, can be uh, sucked out. So there's 
things that you have to do to prevent that. But with a chamber vacuum seal, you don't have that problem and it seals everything, you know, nice and tight. So with the channel vacuums, you also got to have the special bags that have texture yes, on one side. Yes, I didn't touch on that. Yeah, thank you for for you know mentioning that. So with a channel vacuum sealer, they all have you have to have an embossed vacuum sealer bag to suck the air out. So the vacuum sealer uses those you like to call it like highways to extract the air uh, from the bag. If you if it doesn't have that, you won't get any suction out of the bag. So since uh, chamber sealers don't use the same technology, you can use a smooth bag on uh, both sides. We call them chamber pouches, and they're much more cost uh, effective than than the than the suction vacuum sealer bags. Right. And like you said, too, with if you had a channel sealer and you want to, you know, vacuum seal something that's very moist or wet or, you know, even if you had soups or sauces, it's very hard. You can do it, but you got to got to be very like careful. Because yeah, it'll get into the pump. And yes. once you get moisture into that pump, there's no getting it out and it, yes. it can You'll destroy your pump. And that's what I think a lot of people don't realize when they have these cheaper ones, they let moisture get in the pump, then it mm -hmm. sits there on the shelf and it rusts and it won't work anymore. Yep. So, yep. and the same That's thing with exactly the, right. even the chamber sealers, you got to be careful that when you are putting liquid in them, that you don't have them boil over too much because right. that moisture right. can actually get into the pump and have that same issue. So that's where exactly. you got to make sure you're, you're making sure you don't want that you know, that small bag of liquid at the highest vacuum setting because yeah. it's going to overboil yeah. and get into the pump. Yeah. And not, and not overfilling the bag as well. Cause, because the, you know, that, that boiling, if you will, is kind of the, you know, the, the air, the vapors or whatever that's in that trying to escape. And so you'll notice that when it gets to that point, it will tend to creep towards the opening of the bag. And so you do have to make sure that you don't do that for too long. Otherwise. Yeah. You'll have well, a mess. On the, the more expensive chamber sealers, the more commercial ones, they have oil pumps where mm -hmm. you can change the oil to get the moisture out. Yeah. These are actually oilless pumps. Yeah. So you don't want, you don't want to get as much moisture in as possible. So right. um, you just got to be careful. I mean, and like I said, that's, it's something that everybody, that's why I like your videos and stuff on your website. The more you know about them and the more you use them, the longer they're going to last, the more you're going to get out of them and yes. uh, the, the better experience you're going to have overall. So, so you got a bunch of accessories. We, we went over, mm -hmm. kind of showed all those different things. What do you guys got on the books coming up next? Are you looking to get more into um, more sizes of chamber sealers? You're going to get any more uh, into the commercial side stuff, or yeah, uh, we're we're working on some different stuff. Um, I I can't speak too soon on exactly what we have coming, but we do definitely have plans uh, coming up. Um, to launch new, more new products this year. Um, so we're excited about that. We're, you know, being a small company, you have to kind of strategically plan your next steps. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we're excited for, for 2022 and, and the possibilities, as long as we can keep our, you know, inventory and stuff. <laughs> well, that, do you guys see, I know you're more, I don't have to worry about inventory and stuff, obviously, but do you see that getting better, worse, staying the same? I mean, is it just hit or miss? Well, or? I think for us, it's kind of been the unpredictability of it, you know, so it's hard to plan whenever, you know, there's, you know, well, first of all, like the demand has gone up for, for the vacuum sealers for sure. And to, so to plan that, but then everything is taking twice as long as it used to, you know, and, and even that, like you, we used to be able to, um, you know, kind of have within a few day timeline, we knew exactly when something was going to be here. And now, you know, we have stuff that was supposed to be, um, here in March and it's still not here. So it's just think, unpredictability. I think it's not just the manufacturers anymore. It's the shipping because I've found, you know, when mm -hmm. I ordered this freeze dryer, you know, they shipped it from Harvest, right? From their warehouse within three or four days of me ordering it. 
but FedEx had it sitting on a train yard, you know, four hours away in Jacksonville for three weeks because they didn't, they didn't have the trucks to unload the trains, you know, cars and and get stuff going. So it literally sat in, you know, FedEx's train in in Jacksonville, four hours from me for three weeks. And I would call and they're like, we just don't have the transport. So it's the transportation. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. The logistics side of things is, yeah, it's been, it's been hard. So, and it's, it's one thing or the other, you know, and I hear now all the time, you know, truck driver ads, you know, come work for us, drive a truck because they, they just have a big demand for it. So yeah, hopefully yeah. that stuff starts, you know, with COVID starting to die down, I think uh, things are going to start getting back into normal, hopefully, but I hopefully. think the demand's going to keep going because with inflation, the way it is, and mm-hmm. I see it all the time, people are just going nuts going, I got to start prepping. I got to start saving more food, you know, I want to right. start, you know, it's, buying it's like there's a whole nother generate. Yeah. Cause there's always been preppers, if you will, but it's sure. like, there's, it's, it's become even more. So, oh yeah. You got young people going, I, I can't yeah. keep paying, you know, this much for food. So it's going to, if it's gone up this much in this short of time, how much more is it going to go up? So, right. I got to right. load up and load my freezer up. I have to buy a whole cow. You know, <laughs> so I got people all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. So definitely, I see, uh, I see nothing but good things out of you guys. And I think well, the, the growth is going to continue the more people use you, the more they love you, the more they talk about you, the brands out there now. And, um, yeah. I'm really glad that, you know, I found you guys, you know, four and a half years ago and, we and, are uh, too. um, I'm, I'm, I'm one of your biggest fans and promoters. So I want to thank you for, mm-hmm. uh, for coming on and anything else you want to talk about before we, uh, let everybody else go. I don't think so. That's, I think that's it, but I guess just stay tuned for, you know, all the things new that we have coming uh, down the pipeline. We're excited to keep growing and keep, you know, being that uh, authority in vacuum packaging. So that's, that's what we're, we're here for. Well, like I said, I appreciate you guys. And like I said, guys, check out Abbott Armor's website, abbottarmor.com. Check out their YouTube channel. If you want to know anything about any of their products, Nina's been doing a really great job getting in front of the camera and and doing (laughs) demos. She's really, uh, you know, does a really good job at that. And I think that's one of the things that sets them apart. So, and um, their customer service is excellent. It's based here in the, you know, U.S. So you're not going to be talking to somebody in, uh, you know, India or China or anything like that. So Right. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, Nina, I want to thank you. And and, uh, I'll see you again on the next one. All right. Thanks for joining us us again. Yep. Thank you for joining us. And I'll see you on the next fire and water cooking videos. Bye. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Make sure you check out Abbott Armor uh, on their website at abbottarmor.com. Also, check them out on YouTube. Just type in Abbott Armor and search, and you'll find them and subscribe. we got plenty of how-to videos. It goes over their products as well. Thanks for watching, and follow me on our Facebook page and groups. Follow me on the Fire & Water Cooking website, Instagram, and I'll see you again on the next Fire & Water Cooking podcast.